Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. All right, let's do it. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Well, I guess one of the big stories from yesterday, and it continues to be a big story today, is this case against Trump out of Georgia. And it seems to be going down in flames. Gosh, yeah. Dang. The Fulton County DA, uh, Fonnie Willis, may very well get disqualified from her attempted prosecution of Donald Trump. Because it turns out she hired her secret boyfriend to lead the case, and they were going on some expensive trips together after he was hired. As they laid out the timeline yesterday, it's like, hey, his contract ran out at the uh, towards the end of 2022, and they go to Aruba, come back, ha, ink's a new deal. How about that? Interesting. Well, and then one of her old friends is saying, yeah, this started back in 2019. Yeah, and, and they've both been caught lying about their relationship now. But she wanted to make sure he was the right guy. A trip to Aruba sorts all right. that out. When That's you're around true. somebody, you know, <laughs> yeah. you really get to know them. Yeah. Uh, one issue is the money trail as well, because she was paying her boyfriend back for some of the trip uh, it, in cash, and investigators wanted to know where that cash came from, uh, because it certainly does seem very odd to have that kind of uh, financial relationship as well. Well, yeah. Uh, the part before she got up there when it's Nathan Wade asked about is he keeping that cash at his place he's like I don't think that's a good idea he had a big smile on his face yeah. good idea to tell everybody I got stacks of cash at my place <laughs> but that didn't seem to stop Manny Willis at all no Fonny decides I'm gonna go up there and I'm gonna testify damn it and she was pissed man I mean that that lady was angry well, and I don't think it was planned that she was going to get up there. No one expected it. No, and I think her own counsel was saying, don't do this. This is not a really good idea. But she said, nope, I'm going to do it. If I'm going down, I'm going down in a blaze of glory, essentially, which I can respect a little bit, actually. <laughs> Except they said yeah, she was supposed to come back today. Yeah. And they're like, no, no, no. Nah, don't do that. No, we're not no. going to do that today. <laughs> took the shovel out of her hands. <laughs> no, her dad's up on there on the stand today. Yeah. But, yeah, as far as... The money and the way she answered that. If you're a woman and you go on a date with a man, you better have $200 in your pocket. So if that man acts up, you can go where you want to go. So I keep cash in my house, and I don't keep cash as good in my purse like I used to. Um, I don't go on many dates, but when you go on a date, you should have cash in your pocket. You know, I feel like a poor dad. I never told my daughters that. I never thought of it, to be honest. Well, like debit cards exist. Well, that is true, yes. But uh, that could be traced. So my question was, where did that cash originally come from? If it didn't cash, come out of the bank? Cash is uh, fungible. I've had cash for years in my house. So you can't identify when you came into this cash or where the cash hmm. came from? I didn't say I couldn't identify it. No, nobody gives me anything. I am sure that the source of the money is always the work, sweat, and tears of me. What you asked me for is, when did the money go in there? What I am trying to tell you is... 
So I got divorced in 2005 from my husband. And, and I, no, 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 it's important. You said, where did the money come from? And I need to tell you where the money came from. Who else gets to answer questions like that? No one right. does. <laughs> it was ridiculous. People ripping on the judge later, allowing this sort of and, thing and to go on. Why do we have to know whether she dates a lot or not? <laughs> I mean, how is that relevant to anything? Well, I guess she's getting somewhere. She and so for questions. many, many years, I have kept money in my house. That money in my worst days has probably only been 500 or $1,000. At my best days, I've probably had $15,000 in my house at Kate. Cash. At all times, there's going to be cash in my house or wherever I'm laying my head. The money that you paid, Mr. Wade, the cash in October of 2022, you do not know where that money came from. I do know where it came from. It came from my sweat and tears. <laughs> you know which job it came from. Did it come from Fulton County or did it come from a private job? It came from, I don't, I'm not a, what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? Stop it. Okay. So oh, as we're watching this daddy, unfold, yo. it seemed like a total disaster for them. It was. Well, I don't know. Because at MSNBC, no, they did. There was a column. I'm just going to read no, part of it. For those who generally have faith in Willis, she was understandably enraged and gave a master class in how to defend oneself in a public setting. Oh my gosh! That's, how do you do that? Wow. <sighs> what, what were they watching? The same thing we were. I have no idea. Like that's how you stick God, up for yourself, ridiculous. right there. Yeah, that's terrible. Okay, so as you've said, as I've said, we're three jamokes on the radio just watching mm -hmm. this unfold. And, yeah, when you follow it every day, you, you know, can grow an intelligence to this stuff, whether something's working out or not. But you still want to hear from, quote, experts or at least people you respect that you've followed for a while. Andrew McCarthy, legal expert. He's on Fox. I mean, he's pretty sharp. I don't, I don't think there's any disputing that. Um. He was talking with, uh, was it Dana Perino this morning? Talking about, uh, wow, uh, I'll just let him say it. Her testimony yesterday was kind of a train wreck. <laughs> and it, it goes to some broader issues about, number one, her fitness to be the district attorney, not just her fitness to, to run this case. If you remember the... Seriously. Would you want that as your district attorney? Well, no. Well, they could not control themselves and get up there and obliterate the case like that. I, mean, I think that's a fair question. You know, if you remember the the way, as I understand it, the way that this was teed up, she was not going to testify. The state's whole approach yesterday to the hearing was the assumption that the district attorney was not going to take the stand, and then suddenly, after hours of this proceeding, she comes in. Uh, Evidently not particularly well prepared to testify and was essentially just, you know, combative and non-responsive uh, when she was under questioning. And it makes you think that they prepared for this hearing, which was a very important hearing for them, under circumstances where they thought she was not going to be on the stand. And then she came in and kind of blew it up. Mm. And that would it would be it would be one thing if she came in and she hit it out of the park. But I think instead she did the opposite. And maybe overnight they just realized that, uh, you know, the old saw that, uh, you know, the first thing you want to do in a hole is stop digging. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I, right. I, will say, I completely disagree. Really? Totally disagree. 
One, because I love this kind of stuff in, in a courtroom, whether it's criminal, civil, state proceeding, whatever. Mm-hmm. I love this kind of stuff. And look, I think she already knows she's probably going to get disqualified. She already knows that. So she's going to go and, and burn it down, essentially. And I, I think that's I think that's hilarious. And, and not only hilarious, but you might as well do it. Why not? That's the same Dude, thing when, when Trump said... But- isn't there a difference between, okay, you're going to be taken off this case and completely, like, you're going to lose your gig? Oh, she's not going to lose her gig. I don't know, man. Dude, this, this is the kind of thing. If, if she already won pretty handily that race, after all of this, she'll probably be able to win again in a landslide um, after this. Well, she's she's playing victim, right? And that's good for her career, right? I mean, I mean, that's it. And I, I just think about wow. my reaction when during the uh, E. Jean Carroll stuff was going on just a few yeah. weeks ago with Donald Trump and Donald Trump's mouthing off to the judge and what, oh, yeah, yeah, and just like openly laughing in court. I thought, yeah, you already know it's cooked. You already know what the what the end result is going to be. You might as well have a little bit of fun while you're there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she was having fun. Th- I mean, that was. I think that's really bad for a career going down to blow a case like that. There was the last thing McCarthy said that I thought was hilarious. My impression watching this case yesterday is how could these people conceivably put together a compelling RICO? I mean, they can't even get through a hearing. Yeah, right. Going into the thing, you don't know anything about the players and what we had heard or read very early on. Bonnie oh, Willis, she's an all-star. She's a pro, you know, attention to detail, all these things. And then to see that, you're like, the emperor has no clothes. A lot of cash, but no clothes. Which means Biden will make her the attorney general. Now. Probably. Right. Yeah, yeah she, yes. she'll fail up. I believe that completely. Oh, yeah, she'll I, make a yeah, pile I, of money. I would yeah. agree with that. Okay, other news out there. Uh, it doesn't seem like we're hearing near as much about the terrible shooting in Kansas City, the Super Bowl parade, right. but someone's saying this could have been avoided. Yeah, the White House is pushing for gun control again after gang violence apparently broke out during the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl celebration. Uh, White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre says this would have fixed it if Congress would just do the work. What? We have to get Congress uh, to make sure that they're continuing uh, to do the work that they started, right? If you think about high-capacity magazines, that needs to, that assault weapons, we need to ban those. Uh, st- safe storage of guns, that needs to be something that uh, we continue to require. Uh, pass a national red flag law. Uh, we see those in certain states. Hold on. I thought it was juveniles being held. Yeah. It is. That would be illegal gun possession, correct? Uh, yeah. What is she talking about? It's go back to it, the talking points no matter what. Any, any of the things that she's talking about wouldn't have stopped this. No. So what are we doing? Don't let a crisis go without uh, making hay with it. Does someone yell, hey, why don't you have an automatic prison sentence if you are in possession of a gun illegally? Goodness gracious. Uh, we see those in certain states, but we need that on a national level. Uh, we need to enact universally background checks. All of those things that I just laid out as you're asking and me this question is going to have effect. And so we need to see those uh, those uh, items uh, dealt with by Congress. We need to see legislation. That is one of the that one of the solutions uh, to reduce violence. Yeah, you see, what I heard on good authority is that these thugs went to a gun show and said, "I'd like the gun show loophole, please," and then got. <laughs> a gun without a background check because that happens nowhere oh my gosh that's fantastic 
You know, I'm thinking to myself, uh, with this whole case, Fannie Willis and then Corrine Jean-Pierre doing this, um, are they both going to make an appearance at church this weekend? Because <laughs> funny, you know, the last time, you know, things were not looking good for her, she went to church and gave a sermon. If you remember that, what yeah. did she say in that sermon, by the way? I can't even remember. You cannot expect black women to be perfect and save the world. The Lord is completing us. We are not perfect. We need your prayers. We need to be allowed to stumble. We need grace. With that kind of support, we will move mountains and do Jesus' will. Stumbling all the way. Isn't part of that repenting? Well, in fairness, she was going heels to Jesus. Oh, gosh. Oh, man. Hello. You know, it took me a minute to get that. Now I got it. Okay. <laughs> With That's an old play. Southern yeah. saying. I, there. I got it yeah. now. Yeah, I got it. Yes. So oh, much to get to. CNN. Did you see they're slashing the old budget? Uh-oh. Whole lot going on today. We'll get to coming up. My doctor told me my cholesterol is borderline, so I took control with Garlic Healthy Cholesterol Formula. Garlic helps maintain healthy cholesterol safely and naturally. It's odor and taste free, and Garlic is a world leader in garlic potency. I'm taking charge of my cholesterol with Garlic Healthy Cholesterol Formula, cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed. Pizza's here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's. So thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try soon. Harry's is available online and in-store at a retailer near you. Get a $13 trial set for just 3 bucks at harrys.com slash dance. That's harrys.com slash dance. Or check us out at your local Costco for a price you can't find anywhere else. Just look for the Chrome Razor with 13 blade refills at your local Costco. You can't miss it. Exclusive to Costco members. All right. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. I'm Jamie Markley, the Gen Xer, the Millennial David Van Camp, the Sexy Boomer, Scott Robbins. You got an update now, later? Yeah, yeah, I, I guess we can do it. Um, so, you know, we've been talking a lot about Bonnie Willis, the uh, DA in Fulton County, Georgia, who is prosecuting Donald Trump. But she may be disqualified from this case because she had a very suspicious 
financial and personal relationship with the lead prosecutor Mm -hmm. who was handling that case. Um, And so uh, there's this hearing that's been going on for the last couple of days. Her dad uh, was testifying today and was asked about her uh, habit of keeping large amounts of cash stashed around her house. And this is a an interesting turn of events here. Oh no, she. Oh no. See, maybe excuse me, and I, Your Honor, I'm not trying to be racist, okay? But it's a black thing, okay? You know, I was trained, and most black folks they hide cash or they keep cash, and uh, I was no, I train. You always keep some cash. Okay. I don't know that one way or another. I'm assuming he's telling the truth. Well, I've known different people that will keep cash. You know, and sometimes they could be labeled like paranoid. Though they keep in cash because they don't want it, you know, traced to different things. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, say, for instance, gun owners get criticized when they want to pay cash. Oh, you're afraid? Uh, Somebody like, yeah, I don't want the government tracking everything. So I'm going to, you know, keep cash. That yeah. sort of thing. That that he's saying it's a black thing. Okay, I'll take his word for it. I guess. Well, my aunt, mm-hmm. my aunt who just passed away, we were going through her stuff, and there were several jars full of money, and it, it turned out to be like two grand in cash. Oh yeah, you had a term for it: squirreling, squirreling away money. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> but and, and telling us the whole time she didn't have any money. Right. I mean, it was a weird thing when I, I I just think it was in coffee cans, and there was another one in a mason jar. It was crazy. But that would be if she needed it at the time for whatever she wanted, she would then have it, right? I guess. I I have no idea what she was doing, but anyway. Okay. Um, By the way, you probably saw, or maybe you didn't, um, the critic of Vladimir Putin, the opposition party Russia. Jeez, man. He's in this jail, and he's out for a walk, and then the next thing you know, he drops dead. What, Mm -hmm. 47 years old? Yeah. I mean, this has happened many times with people that oppose Putin. Uh, yeah, well, th- it already happened to him once earlier. Remember, he this is the guy. Navalny is the guy that uh, was on a flight and suddenly yes. started breaking out into sweat and almost died. And it's because someone put a toxin in his underwear. Right. Like at the hotel, they had broken into his hotel room, put some, and then when you got the the crotch sweat going on, opens up some pores on the plane and... He was poisoned by his yes. underwear. Well, and if you remember back in 2021, Biden was asked about him, and this is making the rounds again, when Biden said if something happens to him in jail, there's going to be consequences. Mm-hmm. Well, it wasn't in jail. Yes, it was. Oh, he was walking around outside the jail. Okay. In, yes. Okay. Yeah. I think it was like a blow dart like they have in the old well, Bond movies or something. I think, I think it's probably some something he might have drank or ate, I'm guessing. Poison, but he but again, he's out, you know, in this in this prison facility that's in a remote part of Russia, like what, 30 miles north of the Arctic Circle? Yeah. So so the 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 evil brilliance of how Russians send people off to penal colonies is that they put people in places where reasonably you could say cause of death was Russia. Cuz it's cold. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and it was just yesterday he was seen, so the story goes, grinning and laughing in a courtroom video. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the next Putin day, like that either. he's dead. 
I just want to say for the record, Putin's an okay guy. Mm. Oh, you're afraid he's coming after you? Right. Well, he's not a, not a good guy at all. I'll take a blow dart to the neck on my way out of work. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin show. All right, David, biggest story today. Uh, biggest story of the day. There are a few, of course, the uh, drama of Fonnie Willis continuing throughout uh, the day as this hearing is going on. Uh, also, a little bit of a, a throwback story, you could say. There's a new book coming out. Uh partially about uh afghanistan it's it's really about foreign policy under the biden administration but there's a there's a section of it dedicated to afghanistan and joe biden says yeah everyone did great it's unreal (laughs) i mean his own party doesn't even think that it's crazy all right we'll get to that um <laughs> and then you got another story out of Australia today. We got a lot of good stuff to get to coming up right here. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. All right. So Biden thought the Afghanistan withdrawal, fantastic. Everybody did a great job. Yeah, and that's why, I mean, there was never really any consideration of anybody getting fired for that disaster. Um, So there's a book coming out. Politico's Alexander Ward has written it. It's called The Internationalist, The Fight to Restore Foreign Policy After Trump. Sound exactly like a uh, anti-Biden type of book, but no. Um, after Afghanistan, no one offered to resign in large part because the president didn't believe anyone had made a mistake. Biden How is told that possible? his <laughs> Biden told his top aides that he stood by them and they had done their best during a tough situation. There wasn't even a real possibility of a shakeup. And they they talk about the. Um, the ongoing arguments between the Pentagon and the State Department, because the State Department is what Biden was siding with most most often. Okay, and the Pentagon was saying we are not ready for this. Like th- this country is way too fragile, so we can withdraw, but it's going to be hell on earth. And so the Pentagon is saying, hey, look, the country is going to be too dangerous to have the en- embassy open, so we we need to close this. And the State Department, one guy from the State Department jumped in and said, hey, our diplomats will be fine. We at the State Department have a much higher risk tolerance than you guys talking to military officials. Uh, Milley, Mark Milley, chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, nearly jumped out of his chair but restrained himself from shouting how he and many serving in the armed forces had lost friends in the war. Lloyd Austin, defense secretary, showed no signs of anger, but later told colleagues that he was offended by those remarks. We're diplomats. We, we're tougher than you badasses. Oh, my gosh. Imagine some I, model. I, all you these would... different people talking about how their military was ready to take over. Yeah. And then you find out they weren't anywhere close. Oh, no. It was like one thing after another after another. Well, the Taliban's not going to take back over. They had it in like three days. Yeah, well, they, they were did. abandoning their post. They were just crazy. leaving things in the, in the battlefield. Bye, got to go. Yep. 
Oh, and yeah, and, and Biden, remember, had said, yeah, we're committed to staying behind and, and, and keeping uh, to, to evacuate every American who's in Afghanistan. Senior White House official at the time said, there's no one here who thinks we can meet that promise. No, that, that's not possible. Just we'll say that media will carry the water for us and yeah. then it will be done and it will be forgotten about. Right. They always have. Yeah. I mean, I'm still kind of hung up on the, the whole State Department dork saying, well, yeah, we're, we're, you know, we have a much higher risk tolerance than you people in the military. And I'm like, look, I, I know Mark Milley is, has not exactly, how should I put it, he, he's not exactly been the leader that many hoped he would have been. Well, that's really being nice. Same goes for Lloyd Austin. Oh, yeah. Uh, but at the same time, those men have overseen soldiers who literally died in these conflicts. And, and they have made orders that have put people in harm's way. Sure knowing that's part of the job. And so for remember, the State Department, this model you dork, golly. I know. Do you remember the GOP wasn't long after this? They put an ad out. And as I remember it, I don't remember the ad, but I remember at the time thinking this was a good thing to show people what's happened. Yeah. I have a copy of it, but I haven't heard it. This might be a waste of time. But I can roll it if you want. Sure. I think it might be oh, worth it. Let's see. All right. Afghanistan cannot be used as a terrorist base. That Afghanistan has become a Disneyland for terrorists. We plan for every contingency. Total chaos. It is heartbreaking. It is depressing. It's a failure. And he needs to own that failure. Bear responsibility for all that's happened. He did not admit any mistakes. He did not uh, offer any change, of course. He says we're going to continue forward. He really isn't taking responsibility. Mr. Biden, you did this. You made the deal with the Taliban. This is the consequences of it. Go to hell, Biden! Tens of thousands of people being left behind. There's American citizens left. We're going to stay and get them all out. We did not get everybody out. Dozens and dozens of U.S. citizens went to the airport, and the gates never opened. The mission hasn't failed yet. If this is okay, as you remember what a disaster it was, for whatever reason, as I'm hearing that, I'm getting the visuals yeah. again of people trying to get to the airport, and they couldn't get there. And you forget, there's so much news all the time, you can forget specifics. Wow. If this isn't failure, what does failure look like exactly? But uh, there's, you know, there to be. There's a battle about ISIS in the front of America's face now. Yeah, that's what You know, I don't know if you run that anymore as a reminder. <laughs> I guess we have our own crises to deal with right well, now. you know, the point is we do forget stuff. Sure. I mean, and, and again, our, our attention spans are so short yeah. that this was, wasn't like this was 50 years ago. You know, I, 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 I mean, know. this is recent history. It's like two and a half years but ago. But you, you, you forget the, how bungled the whole thing was. Absolutely. Okay. Suppose we better move on. It's that point of the show. Going around the table. May not be the biggest story out there, but it caught your attention. Today, David, what's your story? Well, this is just crazy. There's an Australian hospital. It's the Melbourne uh, Royal Children's Hospital. They're offering gender-affirming care to children as young as three. Oh, my God goodness yeah this is an how uh, evil is that yeah this is a report out of the daily yeah. mail uh, children who have not hit puberty can see psychiatrists and gender identity clinicians to focus on gender affirmation as they grow up 
So the first step, known as stage one, is to introduce puberty blockers. They say a reversible step. Available. No, it's not. No, it's no, it's not. Uh, then around the age of 16, the clinic is able to move on to stage two, which involves using gender-affirming hormones to change the body to be more consistent with the teenager's affirmed gender. And then the final stage, surgery, is generally not taken until adulthood. But, yeah, you take your three-year-old to this doctor, and this nut will say, yeah, in a few years we'll pump this kid full of drugs and send you on your way. You know, you hear different people say history is not going to look kindly on the people that were pushing, you know, fill in the blank. This is one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Did you happen to see Megan Basham, who uh, does reporting for Daily Wire, other people? She's very good. Put out something from 1991, and it was, well, it was from the National Institute of Health in the United States. Mothers of Boys with Gender Identity Disorder which became dysphoria. Um, what they found out in that, basically, is that the moms of those kids, those boys, had something going wrong themselves. Yeah. yeah. Well, we've suspected this, haven't we? Yeah, when you actually yeah. look at the data. Mm -hmm. Yes. She said, results that revealed that mothers, boys with gender identity disorder, had more symptoms of depression and more often met the criteria for borderline personality disorder then the controls was 53% of the mothers of the boys compared to only 6%. It says you have to reach back to before science was captured, but what we anecdotally observe, that narcissistic attention-seeking mothers are primary drivers of the transgender child myth. And that was once demonstrated. Well, well yeah, because, I mean, the, those mothers are the ones who are out there all the time who never let a conversation go by without mentioning I've got a trans kid. Oh, no. I mean, it's right. sick. I mean, it's like it, a Gucci, Gucci purse. Right. I mean, it, it's a status symbol. Yes. Yeah. It's absolutely disgusting. It's, it's, it, it is, but it's true. In a different, and that doesn't mean every mother. No. You're just talking about a pretty good percentage. The louder ones. Well, yeah. I mean, in a different era, they'd be churning out Norman Bates. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Every boy's best friend is his mother, yeah, said right. Norman Bates. He was a cross-dresser. Oh, boy. What's your story today, Scott, for What's Your Story? Uh, what we learned about Fonnie Willis yesterday, some things we probably didn't know. Maybe we didn't want to know, but we learned anyway. Uh, for instance, we learned that uh, she prefers Grey Goose to wine. She did say that. That was a good one. That she uh, stows a lot of cash at home. We know that. Yeah. And her 50th birthday sucked. We know that. I missed that part. Oh, Why? Yeah. Well, it sucked. My 50th birthday sucked. Okay. I don't know what that had to do with anything, but I clearly remember that as being one of the great lines from yesterday. All right. Now, one thing that happened we maybe didn't notice yesterday, okay. and some people have picked up on, I don't know if I would have, and I don't think any of us did, she had her dress on backwards. Okay, I saw that debated online. I saw, okay, the zipper that the zipper. comes up the front, which is usually... In the back. Yeah, that, because, you know, you, your wife, I'm sure this has happened maybe before, it's like, could you zip me up in the back? And oh, it's yeah. that little little zipper that you're trying to get yeah. up there but yeah that was in the front so yeah. was it was it truly backwards well they've shown they've showed models of this particular dress for sale and the zipper is in the back and hers was in the front uh, they they uh jennifer van lar and others uh, she's with red state i believe uh, he, uh yeah yeah uh, red state 
she did some investigative reporting and no it is actually she was not wearing the dress backwards there there are zippers in the front and the back i've seen that report too i'm like i have honestly no idea i had no idea either but it would have surprised anyone no are you going to mention how flattering it was I thought it fit her nicely. <laughs> I don't know. The investigative reporter, Jennifer Van Lahr, says, oh, no, she didn't have the proper shapewear on. She was spilling out of places that she shouldn't have spilled out. Yeah, Notice that when she walked up there. Yeah. You know. Well, anyway. I was going to bring wine to her next birthday party, but I guess I'll bring the Grey Goose now. Yeah, go ahead. Yep, now that I know. Um, for my story today, for What's Your Story, I just mentioned Daily Wire, and that's where I heard this story because I hadn't heard it before. So numbers right now. As far as illegal crossings, down. So we found out, you talked about it yesterday, Scott, immigration, huge issue with voters in 2024. Number one right now, yes. Um, Yes, and, well, the Biden administration knows that. We know the whole thing's been by design to have the open border, but now it's problematic. A bunch of these illegal immigrants are in blue cities. That's been an issue. We have to have the appearance Uh, that we're doing something about this. So why are the numbers down? Well, apparently, according to the reporting, and hear a quote here from Tom Benzman from the Center of uh, Immigration Studies, that this is a deal that's been worked out with Mexico, and Mexico is cracking down. Listen to this. They're rounding up immigrants and forcing them, and I mean by force, onto airplanes and buses and deporting them 1,500 miles to their southern provinces. And they're forcefully rousting people off trains, men, women, and children, off the cargo trains. Those are the the main transportation for feeding our border crisis. Okay. Well, according to the left, that's inhumane. Well, sure it is. That's why the whole thing is hush-hush. And there's been meetings in Mexico City with Biden administration officials um, to talk about this because you know what Mexico does not want to see? A Trump presidency, apparently. Here's Benzman. I think it's political. I think they understand that their polling is just absolutely terrible on this issue, that it actually could be the deciding margin between winning or losing to um, Donald Trump. So I think that they are very serious about reducing those numbers, having Mexico do those operations, get those numbers down, and drive the media elsewhere. (laughs) Don't want this to be a story anymore. So Mexico, help us here, or you're going to have to deal with Trump. Wow. Biden can't do anything. Congress has to act. Bunch of nonsense. All right. News update on the deep state and more straight ahead. Getting life insurance can be overwhelming. There are so many options out there. Plus, let's face it, the reason you need to get life insurance isn't exactly fun to talk about. Yeah, but it's important, and Policy Genius can help. Getting life insurance today means you'll have peace of mind so that if something were to happen to you, your family can cover expenses while getting back on their feet. Policy Genius's technology makes it easy to compare life insurance quotes from America's top insurers in just a few clicks to find your lowest price. Even if you already have a life insurance policy through work, it may not offer enough protection for your family's needs and it may not follow you if you leave your job 
With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. They work for you, not the insurance companies. Save time, save money, and provide your family with a financial safety net by using Policy Genius. Head to PolicyGenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you can save. That's PolicyGenius.com. Imagine it's the final game of the season, but your symptoms of irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBSC are making a comeback. What should you do? Keep managing your constipation with belly pain the same old way? Or try getting ahead of your symptoms by talking to your doctor about Linzess, linaclotide. Linzess is a prescription medicine that treats IBSC in adults. It's not a laxative. It's a once-daily pill that helps you get ahead of your symptoms. It's proven to help you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than two. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe your stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Imagine, what could relief from IBSC mean for you? Talk to your doctor and say yes to Linzess. Learn more at Linzess.com or call 1-800-L-I-N-Z-E-S-S. Van Camp and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. If you're interested in daily fantasy sports, maybe you're a little confused how it all works. Prize picks is the easy way to get started. Yeah, it's it's really simple. It's just you against the stats. You look at stat projections, you pick more, you pick less, and then you're off. It's really easy. Yeah, cool thing is too, you're not playing against a bunch of guys who are sharks. You pay you pick more or less. You do it on a two to six player stat projection. It's that simple, just more or less. You used to fancy yourself a shark with baseball. Uh, I learned. And then I was on a team with you, and Scott's not a shark. I learned the hard way. Uh, You can win up to 100 times your money with as little as four correct picks. You can turn 10 bucks into 1,000. Yeah, quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, an enormous selection of players, sports, stat types. All of that's what makes uh, Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Doesn't matter what sports you're into either. It could be baseball, it could be basketball, hockey, soccer, tennis. Price Picks has a game for you. And there's injury insurance. They're the only ones that offer it. So your entries stay in even if one of your players gets uh, hurt. Yeah, download the app today. Use code MVCR for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. That's code MVCR on Price Picks for a deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Okay. Deep state update. What's this, David? Oh, dude. So Donald Trump is pledging to uh, abolish government agencies and fire tens of thousands of workers if he gets reelected. And mm-hmm. liberals and workers within the government bureaucracy, they're trying to make sure this doesn't happen. The Associated Press had this report today, and they say it's a good thing, by the way. Collection of adv- act- activists, advocates, and legal experts. Uh, is promoting new federal rules to limit presidential power. The Office of Personnel Management, this is the main human resources agency for the federal government, they're going to finalize a rule in April uh, making it harder to fire federal workers. And it could take (laughs) years. And it could take years for a president, whether that's Donald Trump or somebody else, to unwind those rules. Holy smokes, man. You know, you got this guy with the opposition party 
against Putin in Russia. And he's killed today. And you'll hear people saying, well, that's the problem. Russia, I mean, this dictatorship, and he sort of makes the rules. They just, they can make their own rules. Mm -hmm. Isn't that our own deep state? They can just continually make their own rules. And whatever the people are voting for, they can stop it. We saw that in the last election. And more news is coming out on that all the time. So you're saying that a president comes in and you have people that have been doing nefarious stuff. You're making it harder to get them out of it so they're constantly in control? Yeah. Because they're controlling everything. It's just a different type of control. Yeah. That's not what the United States is supposed to be about. I'm stating the obvious. But you get the feeling some people don't even understand that, especially our media. But they're bought and paid for. That's disgusting. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Oh, I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Give an update, David. Well, I, <laughs> okay, so the president, uh, Joe Biden, decided he was going to uh, go out and give an address, give a, a speech, answer like a couple questions uh, before going to East Palestine, Ohio, which he's doing today. Uh, but he was speaking on uh, the death of Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny. If you remember, he was poisoned as he was leaving Russia a few years ago. Uh, mm -hmm. recovered and then wound up going back to Russia where he was almost immediately arrested and then sent to uh, a prison in a just godforsaken stretch of Russia 30 miles north of the uh, Arctic Circle. Um, yeah. And then, uh, well, we got news that he went out for a little stroll and then died. He didn't fall out of a window. No, no he didn't do that. No. That's old school. Yeah. No, yeah. No he, windows there. He didn't choke mm -hmm. on a cup of tea. No, something else. Yeah. It's crazy how Poison. this happens all the time. Poison blow dart. I just feel it. So then the president spoke on it. Yeah, the president spoke on it, and at one point, he, uh, his brain broke like mid-sentence. It was very odd. Did you send that to me? Uh, no, I did not. I got, well, there was just something that broke into my feed that said his brain broke. Yeah. Oh, my. I guess I should clear my mind here a little bit. Oh, goodness. Dear God. That's right in the presser? Yeah. That's crazy. That's an 11-second clip. And a lot of it is silence. He's starting. He's trying. He can't. Oh, dude. I guess I should clear my mind here a little bit. Oh, he's fine. Are you kidding? Four more. I, th that's that's stunning. That's stunning. That's not booting a word or stringing a sentence along. That 
That's stunning. That is a complete lack of any sense of any waves blasting through your brain at all. It's gotta, gone. There's explain. nothing there. I got to explain why I'm laughing the way I am. It's not that our president is in this state, okay? That, that's maddening in a lot of ways. It's your response, Scott. The way I don't know that I've ever, in 30 years of knowing you, seen you point a finger at someone the way you pointed at me and said, That! <laughs> well, the, you can't. How do you do that? Yeah, How do you uh, just wash that away as nothing? I don't know. There is there is zero. If if like if like the brain was like the waves were shooting up, it would just be a flat line for like ten seconds. There's nothing there. There's nothing there. And to be fair, man. Dude, I don't even know what he what is he reaching for there. I don't know. Well, I think you know, he's trying to form a coherent thought and he plays it oh. off. This is what he does a lot. Where he his brain malfunctions and then he plays it off as I don't want to say something rude. But the guy says rude things all the time, so what does it matter? Say something rude. Yeah, like I, I don't want to. I don't want to speak out of turn. I don't want to divulge information uh, that we might be protecting or whatever. But no, that you, well, let he tries to be fair. Trying to be fair. There's plenty of times in conversation where I'll pause because I really am trying to think before I speak. But after a second or two, you kind of say, "Yeah." How do I say this? Or Dude. I want to articulate this the right way. That'll buy you a little time to formulate the thought. I was thinking it's about the- this exact same thing. If I'm here and I do this, uh, it's the ad part. You, you, one of you's calling nine one one right yeah, now. Right. You smell yeah. toast there, Scott. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh man! No, you're you're on the phone. You have paramedics coming out into the station right now because something is wrong. Yeah, it's better to do that. You're peeling your How orange you, and asking me if I can smell it. Thing, yes. The thing he does. How do you, I go down the list? I'm not going to take your time. You know. I mean, it's better to do that than the. Uh. <laughs> if you had to pick one, you don't want either. <laughs> He's That's worse than, uh, right there. Yeah, I could do that. I one more moon dance. <laughs> Whatever. Golly, you know when you <laughs> okay, this thought just ran through my brain. But when you play that, that <laughs> I just want to start with I will follow because that's what that sounds like. <laughs> Instead of walk away, walk away. Yeah, whatever that the is. The U2 classic, it's got yeah, the same it, rhythm it case. It does kind of, yeah. How do you I will follow. <laughs> Gotta laugh, man. All right, so we'll get the rest of the context of that coming up. Uh, still talk about what happened in Atlanta yesterday, the Trump trial, but this is a, <laughs> this is different testimony on whether Fannie Willis and Nathan Wade should continue prosecuting Trump. This was a train wreck in so many different ways. Yeah, Fulton County, Georgia DA uh, Fannie Willis decided that she was going to testify after all in this disqualification hearing. Um, they didn't want her to testify, apparently. They, they thought, oh, no, no, that's a bad idea. Um, And while she denied some of the allegations against her, because if you've been following this case, she had a very improper relationship with the guy that she brought in to help prosecute Donald Trump. 
G was, well, knocking boots with the guy. And then there was a very suspicious. Paying nearly 700 grand. Yeah, suspicious uh, financial relationship as well there. Yeah. <clears throat> she used a very bizarre tactic yesterday to deny some of the allegations about when they would have been shacking up together and whatnot. I'm talking yeah. about her lover and the prosecutor, uh, Nathan Wade. All right. Mr. Wade had a form of cancer that makes your allegations somewhat ridiculous. I, I do appreciate the characterization. I'm not going to emasculate a black man, but I'm, I'm just telling you. I'm that. sorry, what? I'm not going to emasculate a black man. Did you understand that? All right. Well, I don't Let's think we should discuss further. Mr. Seda, next question. Trying to, Your Honor. Yeah, I'm trying to. Okay, I'm trying to understand. So if you're whitey or Hispanic and maybe couldn't perform, she'd just tell you exactly what happened. All right. right. But she's not going to do that to a black man. But but she also just did. Yeah, she did. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to emasculate a black man, but I'm telling you that we couldn't have been doing that because that thing wasn't functioning right at the time. And to be honest, even if you just told the truth, I wouldn't think it was emasculating him. Because most men in this country, after seeing Fanny walk up in that dress and say, hey, bro, I don't blame you. I, I, I understand. Right. I get it. Holy smokes. Golly, man. Yeah, I mean, both of their testimony, just a disaster. And I mean, this isn't like a big deal. But if someone, say, uh, you are on the stand. And talking about a relationship with somebody, all right? And the person that you were seeing at the time, they lived in an apartment or a condo. And he said, hey, did you ever go to her house, you know, this part of town? How would you answer that? Well, yeah. Uh, my guess would be, you mean like the apartment or whatever? Well, yeah, where she, her place of residence, yeah. This is just short. Isn't it true that you would go to Miss Willis's house in South Fulton County? I've occasionally never, i've never gone to her house in south fulton county you've never gone to her house in south i've never county. seen her house to... you've never gone to a condo in either the east point or hateful area with miss willis wait that's different i have gone to a condo in hateville <laughs> okay i have gone to a condo no, that's right. different uh, there's just a ton of stuff like that but she was way worse and so combative in so many ways people calling it a train wreck but then she had her defenders, David? Oh, yeah. Biden advisor and MSNBC host Mika Brzezinski. Oh, no. No. Says, yeah, Fonnie Willis did great. And you know what? She's a victim. Oh, my goodness. She was just, you know what? Absolutely PO'd. They kept asking her the same questions over and over again, and they would talk about her cash. Most of the time, she didn't carry around this cash, but she kept it where she lived. And let's talk about where she lived. She couldn't live in her home. She couldn't live in her home because this election interference trial has caused a danger to her life. So if you're okay, wondering victim. why she's angry, is that this has led to such an upheaval in her life in so many different ways to serve. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Was the emasculated white guy next to her? <laughs> now, remember years ago when, when Brett Kavanaugh was up for his confirmation hearing before becoming a Supreme Court justice, yes. the left went all in on yep. these on the, this crazy allegation that he was running gang rape parties in high school with no proof to back it up, mm -hmm. except for the testimony of one woman who had severe 
mental issues, depression, anxiety, etc. Yes. Um, and and Judge Kavanaugh eventually did testify about it, and he was to quote Mika Brzezinski, P.O.'d. Now, the right. brain trust at MSNBC was saying that was so unbecoming of a, of a would-be Supreme Court justice. I'm like, dude, you have half the country convinced this guy is a gang rapist. Yes. Yeah, I'd be a little pissed off, too, honestly. Well, and people encouraging all the protests outside his house. Right, and then, yeah, years later— Honey, guy, Willis has security detail everywhere she goes. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, you had a guy show up outside of Brett Kavanaugh's house with a gun. That's different. Ready to kill him. Right. And, well, apparently that's different. But Fonnie Willis, where we know that she has lied about, you know, stooping the help, hmm. uh, you know she's lied about that. And yes. what else has she lied about that we don't know about? And apparently we're supposed to defend her. Weird. Come on, man. You look at the whole case and you're, that's your takeaway? Please. You're bought paid for, too, it seems. All right. What is the story? I got something else on deep state stuff that we'll get to. I'll have to get to later. Um, but white liberals in D.C. are nervous about what plan? Dude, I love this. So there are two schools in D.C. that may start sharing students. And, and boy, are some white liberals extremely nervous about this. You've got Maury Elementary School, predominantly white. Just a half mile away is Minor Elementary. Eighty percent of the students there are black. Many of them are in foster care, are homeless, are dependent on government assistance. Um, so the district, you know, they want to celebrate diversity. Also, there's an enrollment issue at that other school. So they want to start kind of cross-pollinating these, these two schools. Uh, they're saying in the name of diversity, I think it's more of a financial thing. Let's try to justify keeping the doors open at one school by, by bringing some students over there. Um, and the white liberals <laughs> that are about to see their school get invaded – uh -oh. By these kids from the other school, half a mile away. It's like a 10-minute walk away. They're wow. very nervous about this. Uh, one of the parents said, hey, from my perspective, there's a lot of unknowns about what the quality of the school would look like. Uh-oh. Oh, 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 really? Wow, is that racist? He's oh, also sounds worried. like he wants school choice. Yeah. He's also worried that teachers would leave the school because of the integration. And some Maury parents admitted they'd leave the area if the plan goes through. Oh, I mean, I, I mean, it's all fine and good till it comes to your neighborhood. Always is, always is. <laughs> yep, saying, that's hilarious. Hashtag man. diversity is our strength, right? Oh yeah, until diversity comes knocking on our door, right. we get to choose the diversity. In this Please. house, we believe stay at your failing school. <laughs> Golly. All right. Oh, we got to get to our election update, and then the other part in context. How do you? I How do you? Whatever that is, coming up. Running a business is a twenty-four-seven job, and it's easy to fall behind on things like closing the books. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,025, 
one. 37,000. That's the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One, because your business is one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs. Everything you need to grow all in one place. Having all your information in one place makes it easy to make better decisions. And right now, NetSuite has an unprecedented offer to make it happen. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash MVR. That's netsuite.com slash MVR to get your own KPI checklist. netsuite.com slash MVR. Imagine getting ahead of your irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBS-C by treating it with Linzess. Then you could start proactively managing your constipation with belly pain and get ahead of your symptoms. Talk to your doctor about Linzess, linaclotide. Linzess is a prescription medicine that treats IBS-C in adults. It's not a laxative. It's a once-daily pill that helps you get ahead of your symptoms. It's proven to help you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than two. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Imagine what could relief from IBSC mean for you. Talk to your doctor and say yes to Linzess. Learn more at Linzess.com or call 1-800-L-I-N-Z-E-S-S. Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Time for our update. It's the Markley Van Camp and Robbins 2024. 2024. Are you running? Are you not running? Are you running? No BS update. Everything you need to know without all the crap. I'm not to do an research. Right. All right, David, for the update today, what do you have? Well, I got Emerson uh, polling out now, pretty good poll. Um, that is a national poll uh, going over the uh, presidential election. And it's something very interesting. Right now, I mean, Trump is 45, uh, Biden is 44, so Trump plus one. If you add in the other candidates, RFK Jr., Cornell West, Jill Stein, Trump goes up to plus two, 40 to 38 over Biden. Uh, against Kamala Harris, he's plus three if it's Trump versus Kamala Harris. And then this is very interesting because one of the big names that's been thrown out there is sort of the parachute candidate mm-hmm. uh, for Joe Biden, if he decides he's going to hang it up, is Gavin Newsom, the governor of California. And he kind of did this sort of shadow campaign, mm-hmm. putting himself out there a little bit to see what might happen. Uh, Trump is up 10 points on Gavin Newsom. It's 46 to 36. That's pretty interesting. I mean, um, well, I think part of his appeal was supposed to be especially suburban women. At least that's what I understood from what I was reading. Well, it's those dashing good looks. That helps, to be honest. You know, and they a straight shooter, and he cares about women and women's issues and this sort of stuff. And I mean... 
it seems like sometimes you can look at somebody like that and see right through them. Like, this guy's full of baloney, and there's no substance there. You've said that for a long time, David. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know. Sometimes you wonder. It's almost like you go back to high school, and, you, and you're like, can't you see what a jerk that guy is? Yeah. You The, the lying crap that he throws out there, you believe that? He seems really sweet. What? <laughs> But it seems like people are just not buying what he's selling. No. Well, that's that's a good thing. And Michelle Obama has said, I want no part of this. Yeah. That was the update this week. One of the other names that's been tossed out there, and I've said she has a better chance than Gavin Newsom. This poll would say different. Uh, Trump is up 12 on Gretchen Whitmer, governor of Michigan. Do they throw Hillary in there? Uh, They did not that I saw. (laughs) Hmm. I think so that, that, that's that's who I see coming now. Michelle I, Obama's not all these other people, and she has inserted herself again. I yes, I, I think it's if there's going to be a parachuted in candidate at the convention this year, uh, it'll be Hillary Clinton. I believe that 100. percent And by all appearances, Biden does not want to bow out. No. He wants he wants to stay. You know. I just love solving problems. How do you? I go down the list. That's the way that thing's going to go. It might be a little fight there. And there's your election update. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Oh boy. <laughs> I had no idea that would be that funny. That was pretty. Well, funny. sometimes you can tell a joke a million times it's still funny. Yeah. I mean, that's one of those. I don't think I could ever hear that enough. I don't. How do you? I go down. I just don't. I don't think I can. Okay, there's much more to get to. In fairness, you just eating a today. spoonful of peanut butter. <laughs> See, I would, I would have more respect if that was the case, <laughs> but it didn't happen. Okay, there's much more to get to on what's going on in Atlanta. Fanny Willis. There's the deep state. There's Biden's brain melting again. A lot going on today. This is the Markley Van Camp Robin Show. Smile. Smile, buddy. Come on, smile. Oh, honey, he's still not smiling. Maybe he's not a smiler. (sighs) Yeah, maybe he's just not a happy baby. Maybe he's just being a boy. You know how boys are. Or maybe he's teething. Oh, poor baby. I think his gums hurt. Maybe he's just tired. Or maybe his tummy hurts. He didn't eat that much. Maybe he's not ticklish. You think maybe he's scared of the dog? Maybe he'll outgrow it. Maybe it's a phase. Maybe he just doesn't like smiling. Maybe he has autism, and we can definitely do something to help. Maybe is all you need to find out more about autism. No big, joyful smiles by six months is one early sign. Learn the others at autismspeaks.org signs, or see a doctor today for an autism screening. The sooner it's diagnosed, the better. And it can make a lifetime of difference. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. A dental sealant is a thin coating that's painted on teeth. It's a quick, easy, and painless way to help prevent cavities in children. Sealants prevent the most cavities when applied soon after permanent molars come in. That's about age 6 for first molars and age 12 for second molars. 
Sealants can protect against cavities for up to nine years. They can be applied in dental offices or using portable dental equipment in community settings like schools. Although the number of children in the U.S. with sealants has increased over time, low-income children are 20% less likely to have sealants and twice as likely to have untreated cavities than higher-income children. Untreated cavities can cause pain, infection, and problems eating, speaking, and learning. Applying sealants in schools for low-income children could save millions in dental treatment costs. To learn more, visit cdc.gov slash vital signs. My name is Lola Silvestri, and I'm going to be 95 this year. I spend a lot of time in my backyard. I feed the birds and the bees. I love my flowers. The color in my garden keeps the pink in my cheeks. I was very independent and thought I could take care of myself. I fell and I had to have meals on wheels. I love them. They're my savior. And I look forward to volunteers because they've all become my friends. America, let's do lunch. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Being around too much loud noise like a leaf blower or rock concert can cause permanent hearing loss. And once it's gone, you can't get it back. Hearing loss is the third most common chronic health condition in the U.S. Almost twice as many people report hearing loss as diabetes or cancer. The louder a sound is and the longer you're exposed to it, the more likely it will damage your hearing. Repeated exposure to noise can cause stress, anxiety, depression, high blood pressure, heart disease, and many other problems. Hearing loss from loud noise at home and in the community can be prevented. Avoid noisy places. Use earplugs, protective earmuffs, or noise-canceling headphones when near loud noises. Keep the volume down when watching TV or listening to music and using earbuds or headphones. Get your hearing checked and ask your health care provider how to protect your hearing from noise. To learn more, visit cdc.gov slash vital signs. Heroin use and heroin-related overdose deaths are increasing among people from all walks of life in the United States. Most people are using it with other drugs, especially prescription opioid painkillers. Using heroin along with other drugs or alcohol compounds the risk of overdose. States play a key role in prevention, treatment, and recovery efforts. States can address the strongest risk factor for heroin addiction, addiction to prescription opioid painkillers, by improving prescribing practices. For people already addicted, states can improve access to substance abuse treatment services and expand access to naloxone, a drug that can reverse the effects of opioid overdose. Everyone can learn about the risks of using heroin and other drugs, get help for substance abuse problems, and learn how to recognize and respond to an overdose. To learn more, visit cdc.gov slash vital signs. All right, the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. 
Where do you want to go, David? There is a lot to get to in a short amount of time. Yeah, well, Biden's brain broke again. Oh, buddy. I got the wider context there. Okay. Um, so he's talking about NATO and our uh, our need to defend NATO uh, allies at all costs, even if they don't pick up their fair share of the tab. Mm-hmm. Which is is crazy. So he he takes Donald Trump's statement saying, "Hey, look, if, look, if you're not going to pay your fair share, then don't expect us to uphold our agreements." Yeah, it worked last time he did that. Right. People are freaking out this time. And so he takes that out of context, and then his brain kind of breaks here. All right. All of us should reject the dangerous statements made by the previous president that invited Russia to invade our NATO allies if they weren't paying up. He said if an ally did not pay their dues, he'd encourage Russia to, quote, do whatever the hell they want. I guess I should clear my mind here a little bit. Isn't the whole speech scripted? Yeah. Again, I don't know if he's trying to pretend like he's so outraged at that statement, but I mean, if you break it down, a treaty is a two-way agreement. And if European nations aren't willing to uh, hit their commitments financially, then why should we get involved in anything? They're the ones on the front line. That's common sense. Well, and to hear Trump say it in context, (laughs) did he really mean, yeah, I'd say, Russia, go get them. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't take it from that. It's that, no, you have to pay. That's part of it. And he had said that before. So, of course, when he says something like this, media, the left, are going to run with it. But with Biden, listen, man, if the special counsel just came out and said, this is a doddering old man, well-meaning enough, but he couldn't stand trial. <laughs> he can't remember anything. Mentally, he's cashed. You don't get out there and then try to fawn some sort of I'm outraged with this act. You don't do that. No. To me, it kind of looked like he just realized that he pooped his pants again. Or whatever it is. It's another one of those. Just happens to make Robbins laugh every time. Well, it does. does. (laughs) Try not to laugh again. No. But dang. Okay. Why, and why are, I mean, again, all these people are out there telling us everything we're seeing and hearing isn't true. It's not true. Dude, you know, it, it's like five things this week. I got to tell you something. I'm not a big fan of John Stewart, but you probably saw his last piece. Maybe you did or didn't. I don't I know. I did not. Well, anyway, he was talking about, he opened the show with Biden's doddering, mumbling, bumbling ways. Mm-hmm. And then he played all of the people saying, you know, he's sharp as a tack. You, he's got the strength of 10 men. All this nonsense, <laughs> right? And then Stewart asked the question, then why don't you videotape that and show it to us? Yeah. Right. Nobody sees it. Yeah, when they say, I you mean, know, it, I'm with him right, all the time. Right. I mean, and I got to tell right. you how sharp he is. If, we can barely keep up with him. Right. If all of that is true, then let's see it. And you go see a doctor. Yes. If you can't right. keep up with him. Yeah, it's your, yeah. 30-year-old men can't keep up with this Please. hard-charging 81-year-old. Please. Gah. All right. Hey, now, yeah, 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 yeah. to Atlanta, 
Uh, it looks like Fannie Willis's dad is testifying today in place of her. Yeah. Because well, of the disaster yesterday. Yeah, he, he said today that after she was sworn into office a couple of years ago, that there were people outside of her home yelling the N-word at her. Oh, come on. Please. Can we add Does that anybody to the remember list that? of hoaxes yeah, that right. never happened? I mean, come on. Really? There's no video evidence of that. Uh-huh. Well, we'd have seen it. Yeah, I feel like over. that would have been a pretty big story. Yes, a bunch of people have. showed up outside of the new DA's house, shouting racial slurs at her right after she was elected. Please, uh huh, yeah. But and yeah. if it did happen, you would have the whole country say that's disgusting. Well, of course, well, of course that should it would never be happen. Yeah, it didn't happen. I don't believe yeah. it. Um, but anyway, yeah, she is uh, facing accusations that she should be disqualified, or at least the charge that she should be disqualified from uh, prosecuting Donald Trump for the 2020 election stuff. And, um, I mean, she got up there because she was ticked yesterday. Totally emotional. And when she was asked about the relationship that she had with the prosecutor that she hired, oh, buddy, they actually had to take a break because she got so mad. Mm. Has he ever visited you at the place you laid your head? So let's be clear, because you lied in this, this. Let me tell you which one you lied in. Right here. I think you lied right here. No, 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 no. no. This is the truth, Judge. And this it, is, it, it is a lie. It is a lie. Mr. Sena, thank you. We're going to take five minutes. Be back in five. <laughs> a lot of people thought the judge lost control there. It's like, no, just answer the questions. And then after a while, he's just going to let her sort of go yeah. on and on. It's like he's running the clock out for the TV timeout. Right, exactly. <laughs> just like, you know, that, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Yeah, that whole piece, just in that, um, I mean, she was going on and on. She's not on trial. You're mistaking that whole thing. I'm not on trial, no matter how hard you try to put me on trial. I'm not a hostile witness. I very much want to be Not so much that you're hostile, Ms. Willis. It'd be an adverse witness. Your interests are opposed to Ms. Merchant's. Ms. Merchant's interests are contrary to democracy. Contrary to democracy. Ah, there you go. There we go. (laughs) Yeah. How? That's what happened. You just let somebody just kind of roll on and on and on. And that one part, well, trying to figure out the timeline, because that is important in the case of, you know, when the affair started between the two. And uh, she was saying, yeah, I'd visit him in his office and maybe we'd have pizza. But the way the last part of what she said in that, I think, was just unintentionally funny. Maybe I went to his office once or twice, but maybe once. And the purpose for going to his office would have been what? Maybe we would have went to Mellow Mushrooms for pizza, or uh, yeah. maybe he would have come for lunch. I'm sure we went by each other's office, though, but not often, not a lot. We, we both grinded. Oh, gosh. <laughs> We're both grinding? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think she meant working hard. Yeah, well. Yeah. Maybe she didn't. Okay, one more quick clip. Because, you know, you had the one earlier where she said, I'm not going to emasculate a black man. Yeah. Talking about uh, maybe a performance issue or something like that. And I'm not saying if you're a dude and you prefer wine over beer, whiskey or something like that, that you're any less of a man. But other dudes are going to make a somewhat of a joke out of that. I think we're all aware, right? Sure. So when she's talking about the wine trip to Napa, she doesn't even like wine. It seems like the whole wine trip was for him and 
asking about things she would have paid for or bought. Bought him. He likes wine. I don't really like wine, to be honest with you. I like Grey Goose. Um, I bought him a bottle of wine while we were there, and the sippings that you do, they would pair uh, champagne, chocolate, and champagne, chocolate, and caviar. It was oh. a three, and it was like three different things. Sweden, Russia, someplace else. I'll make that up. But um, that, that was the most expensive thing. <laughs> There was that part of me that was kind of glad that she was just allowed to just kind of give the details of all of it. Yeah, it was all this stuff, and it was fine, whatever. That was for him. Anyway. But Dad is uh, testifying today. Is it true? I thought I saw this in headline. Is he a former Black Panther? Yeah, he is. Uh, He quit, uh, I believe, because um, he wanted to get out of the whole calling for violence thing after a couple of his friends were shot during a confrontation oh man. that's when he wound up going to school and getting a degree and and trying to get out of that life got it all right so i think we're up to date on that um oh you see the teacher in texas cross-dressing had done this for a long time yeah libs of tiktok called it out fired now this has been going on for a few years no one says a whole lot about it spotlight and that's one of the things that drives the left crazy about libs of TikTok. All she is doing is telling people what's going on or playing clips of people that already put it out there on social media. Yeah. And now there's outrage. The libs of TikTok causes violence. <laughs> what? How? What are you talking about? Well, people are targeted. You shouldn't be cross-dressing at school with your teacher. I don't understand how I that's so hard. I saw these pictures. Oh, buddy. With the little skirt on? Oh, yeah. yeah it needs some help. What Let's is be honest. going on, man? Oh, it's like a full court press all over the place. National Geographic, if you saw that story. The Traveler of the Year, Drag Queen. Traveler of the Year is a drag queen? Yes. How do, I, don't even, I, don't, I can't understand that. So, Who once posed with Karine Jean-Pierre in the White House? Mm. Well, do you know who owns National Geographic now? Uh, no. Disney. Of course. Yeah, you surprised. And we got to get to this story, David, you have about the New York Magazine financial advice columnist. Oh, my gosh. All right. It's a long piece. I'll try to make it short. Uh, Charlotte Cowles is a financial advice columnist for New York Magazine and just admitted she got scammed out of $50,000. So here's what happened. October 31st last year, hmm. uh, she's got her kid off to daycare or wherever he was going to go and is getting ready to sit down to work, gets a call. Caller ID says it's Amazon, and she picks it up, and the person who says that she is calling on behalf of Amazon says, hey, we've noticed suspicious activity on your business account. And she goes, I don't have a business account. And, she, and so the person on the phone says, oh, okay, th- this is actually a really common scam. We've actually partnered with the FTC to try to root out this stuff. Would you like me to connect you to somebody from the FTC? And again, Charlotte Cowles, financial advice columnist for New York Magazine, says, "Okay, yeah, sure, that seems normal." That you would I don't even know me. if Robbins would do that. No, I wouldn't <laughs> connect me to the FTC. Then the FTC guy comes on and says, "Oh no, we've been searching your background. You're caught up in something. Okay, somebody has stolen your identity, and they have been wiring millions of dollars to Iraq and Jamaica and other places uh, all over the world. I mean, there are people buying cars. We found a copy." 
of, uh, of some of your documentation or something connecting you to somebody who'd crossed the border illegally. Oh, I got to connect you. Luckily, lucky for you, Charlotte Cowles, financial advice columnist for the New York Magazine, <laughs> expert in finances. Lucky for you, I can transfer you to my partner at the CIA. Fantastic. And she wow. says, all right, I'll talk to the CIA guy. And the CIA guy comes on and he's like, oh, yeah, listen, you're in a lot of trouble. Uh, we're we're going to have to shut down all your bank accounts because you are under investigation. And by the way, don't tell anyone that we're having this conversation because everyone around you could be part of this. Everyone around you is a suspect. Okay. Holy cow. And if you don't listen to me right now, your apartment is going to be raided. It's going <laughs> and 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 you're you're going to wind up in jail, and you could wind up there anyway. But listen. Unless you do exactly what I tell you to do. Now, she tried to do a few things to say, oh, you know, uh, I don't believe you. And then he says, well, here's a badge. I'm going to send you a picture of it. They also did know the last four digits of her social security number. So they probably did steal her identity at some point. Right. And so she's like, well, they knew the last four of my social security. So obviously they must be really the FTC or the CIA. (laughs) Winds up withdrawing $50,000 cash, oh and he says, you got to hand it to my partner who's going to show up in an SUV outside of your place, uh, and then we'll give you a check from the Treasury because any cash you withdraw directly from your own bank accounts is going to be seized by us, the CIA. <laughs> okay, that sounds like something that, that that's real, right? And she does it. Oh my she gets fifty thousand dollars cash, puts it in a damn shoebox, and hands it over. Unreal. To somebody in the SUV, and then is gone. Again, this is a financial advice columnist, yes. someone that would be known as an expert. Yes. Oh. And she says, "Well, anyone could fall for this scam. Really, no. anyone? No. Holy smokes." That's, Seriously, if you put that in a movie, would people believe it? No, they'd be like, You're, that's the dumbest character I've ever seen. It's like you saw True Lies with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jamie Lee Curtis, right? <laughs> and who knew Amazon had a direct hotline to the CIA? That's incredible. Actually, being broke is beneficial. What are they going to do? 180 bucks. So what? Yeah, right. <laughs> okay. We got to get to a news update. Set you up with the Friday Five. Which is going to be a fun one today. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Chilly winter mornings are perfect for staying under the covers and having breakfast in bed. HelloFresh knows that, and they're giving away one free breakfast item with every single HelloFresh delivery for life. That means while you're a HelloFresh subscriber, not only will you enjoy your pick of the tasty dinner recipes they're known for, you'll also enjoy breakfast for free. HelloFresh actually has you covered for every mealtime occasion with a delicious array of quick lunches, sides, snacks, apps, desserts, and more. And not only does HelloFresh help you cut back on extra trips to the grocery store, but their pre-portioned ingredients help eliminate excess food waste. This new year, make eating better and saving money a priority and make it easy with America's number one meal kit. 
Join HelloFresh today and get free breakfast for life with code MVCRFREE at HelloFresh.com slash MVCRFREE. That's one free breakfast item per box while subscription is active with code MVCRFREE at HelloFresh.com slash MVCRFREE. Do you hear that? Asthma triggers are everywhere, from dust mites, pet dander, and pollen, to smog and smoke. An asthma attack can strike anywhere, anytime. Be prepared with quick-acting primatine mist, clinically proven to open airways quickly. It's the number one FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over-the-counter. Primatine mist. Breathe easy again. Use as directed. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Yep. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. You know, with rising costs, concerns about the economy, running a business right now is the hardest it's been in a long time. Yeah, it is. And you can make things easier and hopefully make that bottom line a little bit better uh, with NetSuite by Oracle. Yeah, everything you need to grow your business, it's all there in one place. It's a customized solution for all of your key performance indicators. Yeah, it's all in one efficient system, letting you manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Having it all together makes it much easier to make good decisions for the future. And right now, NetSuite has an unprecedented offer to make it happen. All you got to do is download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance, absolutely free. You go to NetSuite.com slash MVR. That's netsuite.com slash MBR to get your own KPI checklist. All right. Now, we got to get set up for the Friday Five. So much going on. We haven't had a chance to get to that deep state thing. Well, maybe later. Here's the deal. Uh, Russia wanted Hillary Clinton in 2016, not Trump. Yeah. And there's a 50-page CIA document that's being hidden. That might sound crazy. Schellenberger and Taibbi. Matt Taibbi, Michael Schellenberger, they've just reported on that, talked about it uh, last night. Oh, wait a minute. Russian collusion indicated they wanted Trump to be the president, right? They interfered with our election. Yeah, Brennan changed all the intelligence. It's crazy. Yeah. Like the voting machines. Uh, Friday 5 today. We saw a list. Don't want to say where we saw it yet. It was all about heartache, heartbreak songs. Past Valentine's Day for the heartbroken. Oh. We've done heart before, but not just heartache, heartbreak. Heartache or heartbreak, huh? Broken heart. Wow. So if you put all those together, what are the best songs of all time? We go by test of time and how big a hit was it and whether you like it or not. So if you want to get in early, the number to call is 1-888-485-MVCR. The Friday Five. The great heartbreak songs of all time. Coming up next.
Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. It's Friday. That means our countdown, and it starts like this. The countdown is on. You know what this means? It's our favorite time of the week. Anybody wants to get mellow, you can get the f*** out of here, all right? The Friday Five. It will test your head and your mind and your brain. On the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. All right. Time for the Friday Five. Countdown we do every Friday. Take a little break from news. I saw this list. thought it was pretty interesting. What are the greatest heartbreak songs of all time? Maybe heartache, broken heart. Something to do with just having your heart yeah. broken, especially post-Valentine's Day. Yeah. They put that out. Or you could be thinking about Fannie Willis and Nathan Wade. <laughs> that one didn't stand the test of time. Terrible. Yeah. Some heartbreak going on there, too. It was sad. Mm-hmm. So as... We always do. We put together our list based on how big of a hit or how iconic is this song? Does it stand the test of time? And then how much do you personally like it? This is a strong yeah. list. Uh, should also note, just a housekeeping thing, uh, we disqualified country music because then mm-hmm. the, the list would have like a thousand songs on it. Yeah. We wanted, well, to, we wanted to take the weekend off. We'd still be here Sunday. If that right, was. exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. All that being said, who's up first today? Uh, let's talk to Woody in Vancouver. Hey, Woody. Hey, guys. Love your show. I must have been channeling my inner Fonnie Willis this morning because today I have already taken a shot of Grey Goose, counted roughly $60,000 <laughs> worth of cash laying around the house, and put my pants on backwards. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Good take, Woody. Yes. What you thinking today? My song. My song. Elvis, Heartbreak Hotel. It's a walk-off for Woody. Number one. Well, since my baby left me, well, I found a new place to dwell. Well, it's down at the end of Lonely Street, that Heartbreak Hotel. I'll be just lonely, baby. Well, I'm so lonely. I don't even want to start talking. I'll be just lonely. I could die. That's a great song, man. Talk about a test of timer. Absolutely. Okay, sometimes, Scott, you will knock me for loving the old Elvis stuff. But even you like this, don't you? Oh, I do. I do like it. I like a lot of this stuff. No. Okay. It wasn't Scott's number one. It wasn't. No. We dragged the king across the finish line to get number one. Good job, David. Didn't let the boomer ruin that one. Mm -mm. My number two is number one on my list. Okay. Or the number two overall, so. You know where the real Heartbreak Hotel is? Anybody? Do you want some crazy In my driveway? <laughs> trivia? Sure. It's uh, Florida. It's uh, once a, here you go. Once a cattle town on a spur of the Florida East Coast Railroad, Keenansville is a small rural community boasting a few well-preserved buildings that date back to the early 1900s. One of those is a hotel emblazoned with Heartbreak Hotel on it. Yeah. The inspiration of the song, perhaps? Well, the inspiration for the song is kind of sad, to be honest. Oh, okay. It was a guy that 
golly, jumped to his death in 1955 in a hotel. Yeah, sorry wow. to spoil that one. That's that was the inspiration. Twenty of the song. years later, Van Halen did jump. Oh golly, same premise. I'm just saying. <laughs> On with the Excuse countdown. Me. Yeah, more than twenty. That's been disputed a few times, by the way. But on with the countdown. Okay. Who's next? Yeah, let's. T- oh, gosh. All right, let's talk to Russ in Michigan. Hey, Russ. Hey, guys. Love the show. Uh, how about uh, Pat Benatar, Heartbreaker? Oh, yeah. Yes. Number four. You're a heartbreaker, Making Michigan proud there. Good job. Okay, I know this is never fun for me to say, Scott. Something like this. This was a good seven years before Van Camp was born. I know. State. Yeah. But did you, like, love Pat Benatar during that run she had? Yeah. So many great records. Yeah. Such a great singer, too. That oh. stuff really holds up. And it was meaty for Top 40, too. I mean, it had some... You know, guitar driving. Because you were in top 40. Yeah, and it wasn't, you know, pop is pop is some stuff. I mean, you got the great hooks all the time. Oh, yeah. She was known as a rock artist. But it was a rock and roll song. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she was a rock artist. Yeah. To be fair. Not a pop artist. Why are you giving me the side eye? No, I'm not. I'm just saying, (laughs) well, I mean, you know, We Belong was a pop song. That was like 86. Yeah. But I mean, in that run, like from 79 to 84, 85. Yeah, it was yeah. fantastic. All right, who's next, David? Well, let's talk to Debbie in Milwaukee. Hey, Debbie. Hi. Hey, hey Debbie. Debbie. Hi, guys. Hi. Happy Friday. We appreciate you guys so much. Thank you, Debbie. You're one of the You're few. Welcome. We appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, today my uh, guess is the Eagles' heartache tonight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Synchronizing one. with yeah. Robin. Number two. Oh my goodness. Another one. Like eight, nine years before Bandcamp was born. I do like this song. That was a big deal at the time. I remember, what was I, 12 when this came out? Yeah, the highly anticipated new album, The Long Run. The Long Run, yeah. And that was the first single. Yeah. Because there was all the delays after Hotel California. Yeah. And then, have you ever seen a documentary on the making of that album? The Long Run? Yes. No. Oh, uh, it, it was not fun for those guys. There's a lot of well, firing, were, and everybody <laughs> was coked out of their brains, too. <laughs> they couldn't agree yeah. on which way to go on some songs and inner fighting and all that stuff. They finally got it out. Yeah, 79, it right? Yeah. Yeah, so I thought. Okay. Yeah. All right, so songs about being heartbroken or heartache, something like that. You got Elvis. You got the Eagles, Pat Benatar, three of the five already named. Unbelievable. Yeah, good. Who's next? Uh, let's talk to John. Hey, John. Hello, gentlemen. Uh, Scott, I haven't been able to get in for a couple of weeks, so I did want to express my condolences on your mom's loss. Oh, thank you. Appreciate that. But you're, you're welcome. Sorry I'm late. Uh, you were mentioning attention span earlier today. Did you know that they measure this stuff? And it's gone down by about 50% since 2000. It's eight and a quarter seconds. 50% since 2000? Yeah. Holy smokes. Since 2000. 
Yeah. Wow. But I paid attention long enough to actually come up with a uh, with a winner. After four not after four non choices, we got Bonnie Tyler. It's a heartache. Yes. Here you go, John. This almost made your five, Scott. It was close, but it wasn't. It's not a big test of timer. Big hit in the 70s. Some country radio played that in their library. That's what you told me. Yeah. You did, didn't you? Yeah. As a country J? 86, 87, wow. somewhere in there. All right, well, we hear back. that on the country station. I could hear it there, too. Yeah, it, it I in. mean, now it would really fit. Well, that's our old buddy Johnny. He was way ahead of his time. He always is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we'd play CCR on that station. Mm-hmm. You know, Bob Seger, if it fit, we played it. Just breaking all the rules. Well, he's a big fan of chaos, too, so that would have probably <laughs> of course. had something to do with his decision-making. Yeah. Yes, of course. Um all right, still looking for number three and number five. Who's next, David? Let's talk to Wild Bill in Virginia. Hey, Wild Bill. Hey, guys. How you doing? Happy Friday. Happy Friday, Wild Bill. Thanks for checking in. My song is uh, Heartbreaker. Get the lead out. Bed Zeppelin. There you go. Wild Bill, yeah. Number three. And that still sounds really good. That Jimmy Page guitar is so great. On the show. It is. When I learned how to play that riff in high school, that I felt like a god. And you probably played it over and over I for did. hours on end, and every yes. time you picked it up, you'd yeah. have to play that riff again. And then playing it, that part, the, the weird guitar, like kind of pointless guitar solo. Yeah. But, man, sonically, that still sounds good yeah, for coming that, out in 1969. Dark, started draggy bass guitar sound. Underneath. I know. It sounds really good. Still, it does. There are some Led Zeppelin songs, too, that you will listen to that you haven't heard in a long time. And if you, like, focus on one instrument, you're like, you're, I'm just listening for the drums. And you're like, oh, my gosh, that's insane. It's yeah, so good. It is. Yeah. Great stuff. All right. Still one left as far as the Friday Five songs with... Heartbreak, heartache, broken heart. Something to do with that in the title. Man, there's some great honorable mentions, too, that almost made the five, but not quite. The number is 1-888-485-MVCR. The Friday Five Heartbreak Songs. We'll wrap it up in just a few. Getting life insurance can be overwhelming. There are so many options out there. Plus, let's face it, the reason you need to get life insurance isn't exactly fun to talk about. Yeah, but it's important, and Policy Genius can help. Getting life insurance today means you'll have peace of mind so that if something were to happen to you, your family can cover expenses while getting back on their feet. Policy Genius's technology makes it easy to compare life insurance quotes from America's top insurers in just a few clicks to find your lowest price. Even if you already have a life insurance policy through work, it may not offer enough protection for 
for your family's needs, and it may not follow you if you leave your job. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. They work for you, not the insurance companies. Save time, save money, and provide your family with a financial safety net by using Policy Genius. Head to PolicyGenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you can save. That's PolicyGenius.com. My doctor told me my cholesterol is borderline, so I took control with Garlic Healthy Cholesterol Formula. Garlic helps maintain healthy cholesterol safely and naturally. It's odor and taste free, and Garlic is a world leader in garlic potency. I'm taking charge of my cholesterol with Garlic Healthy Cholesterol Formula, cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed. Pizza's here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. Camp Scott Robbins. Get to the Robbins trifecta and a news update in a bit. Got to finish up our Friday Five, which today is songs about heartache, heartbreak. Number one. There's your number one. The King. Elvis Presley. What a great test of time or two. Man, so awesome. Heartache tonight from the Eagles at number two. Heartbreaker Led Zeppelin at three. And Pat Benatar's Heartbreaker at four. Still got to get to number five, and there's a bunch of honorable mentions that are really good. The number one, 888-485-MVCR. And who's next? Uh, Let's talk to Tanya. Hey, Tanya. Hey. Hey, Tanya. Hey, you guys. Hey, I met uh, Mark Land Van Camp when I lived outside of Seattle at KVI. Oh, that was a fun party. (laughs) That was a fun party. Hey, um, it was a while ago. Um, So my song is How to Mend a Broken Heart by the Bee Gees. Nice. How can you stop the rain from falling down? Okay, I can answer the question now, Scott. Mm -hmm. I don't know that song. I'm sorry. You really don't know that song? I really don't. Really? You had mentioned it yesterday. I don't know that song. Hmm. There were Bee Gees records in my house growing up, but I think that was like 75 and beyond, like Jive Talking and then all the Saturday Night Fever stuff. I don't I don't know. Yeah, that. that was early, Bee Gees. Is this a test of timer? So that was my problem with it. Eh, and not really. I was going to okay. maybe oldie stations. I don't know. All right. But you knew it, David, as I did a millennial. Know it, yeah. Where would you have heard it? Probably... Uh, probably an oldie station, honestly, yeah. Okay. All right. I didn't know you were an oldies guy. So, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. Sometimes I'll pop the oldies on because I've heard everything else a million times. So. Yeah. Who wants to hear anything fresh? Right. Okay, on with the countdown. Who's next? Well, <laughs> let's talk to Tim in Portland. Hey, Tim. Hey. Morning, guys. Morning. Happy Friday. 
Yeah, was, bro. Thanks for checking in. Yeah, I was just on hold, you know, listening to the BG song. Took me back to my junior high school days, and then I woke up. Um, <laughs> Def, Def Leppard bringing on the heartbreak. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that was from High and Dry. And then they did a remix after they got big. Like, re-released it. Big again. Recently, I sent David a couple of videos, texted him. Sort of show that Def Leppard wasn't always like this ballad band. They were just a hard rock, uh-huh. Les Paul through a Marshall band at one time before mm-hmm. they were completely overly produced. Then, well, yeah, then they started drowning in glitter. Yes, and that's when they were, I mean, huge. You played so many Def Leppard records at Top 40, Scott. Yeah, well, it was Shania Twain's ex-husband that turned him into a pop band. Mutt Lang. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they helped craft all of those records. You were in the front row for a Def Leppard show in their heyday, right? I was, yeah. Yeah, you're supposed to give away the concert tickets to winners, but you took your daughter, right? Uh, it's interesting. I won. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> Are we not supposed to say that? Yeah, no, look she, at the draw. She, she went. I, I don't know. I, it, it was when they were in the round. Yeah. Yeah. Remember Tesla opened. Yes. Yeah. Were Tesla you, was fantastic. You were there. Yes. Yeah. I was. I paid for my tickets. On with you the countdown, David. Who's next? I think the statute uh, yeah, I wasn't of limitations. Even radio yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Should have uh, called me. Uh, let's talk to uh, Greg in Portland. Hey, Greg. Viva Costa Rica! Greg, hey Greg, hello. On, yeah, man? I got a bunch of I got a bunch of cabins down there filled with a <laughs> bunch of cabins. Uh, awesome. Let's go. Way. And this was a hard one. This I tried so many songs. Only uh, only the uh, owner of a lonely heart that didn't even go through. So I had your oh. producer help me out, and we got came up with Heartbreaker or the Rolling Stones. Yes, number five. Okay, first, I love that Rolling Stone song. I think we share the love of that song, David. That, it's a great song. I love From it, beginning too. to end. And then I'm calling out this show. Owner of a Lonely Heart should have been on this list. He's right. I, You know, doing this thing... This is one of those where you could forget things because it's like heartache, heartbreak, whatever, lonely heart. That that should be in play. I'm just admitting that I I feel like fell short on that yeah, one. I and that's a great song. Heartbreak or heartache. I was a little unclear on the rules, apparently. Me too. It doesn't lonely. Wouldn't you say that would go along with that? Could have owner of a lonely heart, Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Oh, yeah. We might have to redo this at some well, the point in time. Lonely Hearts Club Band, that's just the name of the band, though. That wasn't about heartache. True. And this is, I mean, you have a snapshot right now of what happens usually on Thursday afternoons, sometimes yeah. for hours, going back and forth on all this. Yeah, stuff. we went back and forth on Don't Go Breaking My Heart because the, the song is not actually right. about heartbreak. It's it's saying, hey, don't don't ruin this great thing that we've got together. And, you know, the response is, I couldn't if I tried. Right. It's not, it's not actually about a broken heart. Right. And then if your heart is being drug around, yeah. then that's not good. But a lonely heart is usually a broken heart, isn't it? Yeah. Or does that mean you've just never loved before? Isn't it better to have loved and lost than not love at all? That poor loser? Yeah, you got to make that argument there. 
Oh my, not the total eclipse. <laughs> Holy smokes. This, we got to be the only radio station on the planet to play two Bonnie Tyler songs today. <laughs> Very proud. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. <laughs> All right, David, switching gears. What's the biggest story today? Uh, biggest story of the day. Well, I on the international stage, I mean, it's the Russian dissident, uh, Navalny, getting it. Well, I'm sorry, dying under mysterious circumstances in Russia. There's a guy who was poisoned, then arrested, and had been sent to a prison camp and uh, died. We're learning that news today. And, well, I mean, I don't think anybody on the planet believes that Putin didn't have him killed. Oh, no. 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 No, it's sad. Wife, family. So there's that. And then in the United States, well... The Georgia case with Trump and <laughs> just all of the drama coming out of that courtroom. More of that straight ahead. Do appreciate it. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Before we get to the Robbins trifecta, news update, David Van Camp. Well, of course, we've been following the uh, the interesting disqualification hearing uh, for Fonnie Willis, the DA of Fulton County, Georgia, who's been going after Donald Trump. Uh, again, trying to lock up a political opponent. And the issue, of course, is that she had an improper relationship with a prosecutor that she hired to handle the case. Yes. Uh, and there was a weird financial situation going on there. And she went out there and testified on her own behalf, which was, some say ill-advised, I say awesome, because um, it, it gave me a lot of content to work with today. Oh, yeah. Um, it wasn't boring. No, that I mean, just uh, outburst after outburst. I mean, it was just wild watching this thing go down. But some on the left are trying to defend her. Uh, Biden advisor and MSNBC host Mika Brzezinski says, oh, she did great because apparently, you know, you know this because Fox News is only talking about how unhinged she was during her testimony. Okay. You know, it's bad when you turn on Fox News and they start talking about her demeanor, her behavior, her looks. I mean, oh, it uh, it shows that there's probably a problem with the case that they think they have against her. Okay, hold on a second. Was someone talking about her looks on Fox? Not that I'm aware of, unless it was the dress on backwards stuff. I don't remember that. I don't that. remember that either. I mean, maybe just her demeanor, yes, because that's part of the story. Well, Absolutely. She, she came in, sat down, and if you read body language at all, arms folded, a bit of a slouch in the chair, like I'm going to take somebody's head off here. That's why I'm here. Well, not just that. She wouldn't answer the questions directly. She would want to go off on a tangent. Well, there's a lot of smack talk, too. Oh, goodness. Yes. We've had tons of examples of it. In, a, in the court of law. I mean... 
anytime you see an outburst like that, a lot of people were saying yesterday, and I don't watch that much court TV or anything else, but saying never seen anything quite like that before. Well, you know, Judge Joe Brown, you see it on that show occasionally, but that's it. <laughs> you see people melting down on that show. Well, and, you know, it's, they were saying some of the same questions asked over and over. Well, the questions about the cash, people aren't used to hearing about people like just having 15000 in cash at their home where they're handing out two and $3,000 in cash. Right. doesn't happen all the time. And trying to figure out who paid for what, well, that's part of the case. When did this relationship start? Because she's paying this guy $700,000 to be on this case, this RICO case, when he had absolutely no experience in that. And from different people that understand these cases, they say these people are in way over their heads. One of the interesting things was talking about Fannie Wells always wanting to pay Nathan Wade back. He would put it on his company credit card, a lot of these trips, and then she would pay him cash. She would insist. And partly that was because um, she is a very strong woman, and she was insistent. Yes. And Nathan Wade was trying to explain that. She was very emphatic and adamant about this independent, strong woman thing. So she demanded that she pay her own way. Do you know the source of the cash? Just that, out of her pocketbook, yes. You don't know where she obtained the cash? I I didn't ask her. And the whole time that she was paying you in cash, you never said, hey, why do you have this amount of cash? Why would Mr. Mr. Sadow, in my practice, people come into my law firm all the time with cash. I never question where they got it. People don't know that business. They're like, really? That's the way that works? I didn't know that. In in some cases, when you're dealing with people that you're not sure they got anything in a checking account, you're going to want cash. Yeah, that's true. Well, then that was something clarified, I guess you could say, by Fannie Willis's dad today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He said it's a black thing to have all the cash around you. Yeah. I've known, again, different people that keep cash. I don't know if it's 15 grand, but we've talked about this before. You know, you're making a gun purchase, ammo, different things. Don't want the government tracking you. And some people say, well, that's paranoia. Well, people have the option to pay cash if they want to. I didn't know that it was a, quote, black thing. Well, I know. So, you know, when the mob buys a car, they go in and pay cash for it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and lay low, would you? Well, you got you got, you got to let it cool for a while, man. Yeah, if there's, like, big, yeah. big score, you got to wait a little while. Yeah. Lay low, that sort of thing. So, yeah, very interesting. I can't imagine they're still going to be on this case when this is said and done. No, and it you, doesn't seem like. Uh, oh, I can. It doesn't really? seem like she made a, a compelling argument to me. Do you want to put a fiber on that, Scott? Uh, let, let me think about that a second. Uh, I will. Yeah, I'll put a fiber on it. There's, okay. There's, she's not going anywhere. All right. She is not going to be on that case. All right. Got it. We'll put it on the uh Now, the wait a minute. Is it voluntarily stepping aside or being forced I'm to I'm just telling aside? you she ain't going to be. Okay. All right. In that case. I should probably alter that a little bit, but I won't. I'll go with it. Thank you. I appreciate that. Right. You ready for your big three? Yeah. All right, here we go. Are you ready? One, two, three. Look at my shoe. Oh. 
It's the three most important news stories of the day. I hit the trifecta. Well, at least according to Scott Robbins. It's the trifecta on the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Every day about this time, the Scott Robbins trifecta. Help by his hero. Hi, it's me, Casey. Hey, Casey, I think I owe you dinner, so I'd like to pay up this weekend. You interested in coming over? We had a Super Bowl. Bet. I'm ready. Yeah. Okay. Three. Do it. Okay, fine. Don't even answer the question. Fine by me. Number three, MS Society. So what happened to the pictures I was supposed to see this I, week? You listen, I've told you I had the pictures. Three. Okay. I think he's satisfied for now. Okay. Can you guys take that off air, please? Should we just get to this? It's not my fault now. The uh, MS Society released a statement on why they fired a 90-year-old. Uh, we talked about this yesterday a little bit, about the MS Society and their decision to remove a 90-year-old volunteer who was working for them as a volunteer for the last 60 years because she wouldn't use the proper pronouns. Fran Itkoff was asked to step away from her role because of statements that were viewed as not aligning with our policy of inclusion, says the MS Society. Fran has been a valued member of our volunteer team for more than 60 years. We believe that our staff acted with the best intentions and did their best to navigate a challenging issue. As an organization, we are continued to have a conversation about ensuring that our diversity, equity, and inclusion policies evolve in service of our mission, and we will reach out to Fran in service of this goal. What the f*** does that mean? You're so inclusive, you ditched a volunteer that has been there for 60 years because she didn't want to play make-believe gender with you. Yeah, that's right. Get out of town. Now, the problem with that is, and you're already seeing it, the problem with that is that a lot of people who have contributed aren't going to do it anymore. No. They're like, I'm done with this. Exactly. You idiots. Yeah, you went woke. Yeah, you wanna, you wanna, and why even do this? I mean, you had no, was there a gun to somebody's head that forced you into this? You never know. A lot of times that comes from higher ups. I mean, it's just so stupid. I don't think it's like one manager says, you know what, this is the policy. Oh, now. no, I don't think so either. It right. usually comes from the top. But it's like, why would you do that? You're, you know, you're, you're going to hurt your, your, your people who contribute to you because they don't align with your values now. Well, looking at ESG, I mean, that's part of it. It's just you brutal. Know. Just right, now, brutal. on with the countdown. Oh, thanks, Casey. Uh, Sky Robbins trifecta, the top three of the day. Two. Uh, Bidenomics here. The cost of producing goods has gone up a lot. Yeah, Joe Biden administration, with a strong assist from, the, uh, of course, the Democrat state media, continue to insist to us the economy's great with prices stabilized or even declining. Here's the problem, of course. I uh, talked about this a little bit the other day in an article called Say It Ain't So, Joe. January inflation rises more than expected. And now comes even more bad news for him and mostly us. The Labor Department said uh, today the PPI, again, a measure of inflation at the wholesale level before it reaches us, jumped 0.3% in January from the previous month. That's three times higher than the 0.1% increase Wall Street analysts have expected. The surge in January pushed the index up at the fastest pace since August of 2023. Compared with a year ago, the production price index is up 0.9%. Well played, well done. <laughs> Bidenomics is alive and well. <laughs> Freaking liars. Yeah. Well, at least, and we had this earlier this week, we don't have to go through it, but at least ABC reported the last three years, goods and services 
where a family's gone up ten grand. Yes. Oh, everything's fine though. Everything's fine. It's sure, it's good. Is. Just, okay, you yeah. know. and the countdown continues. Got Robin's trifecta top three, and finally, yeah, one number one. Uh, Democrat Representative Eric Swalwell has a warning about Donald Trump. Yeah, well, you know, a Russian President Vladimir Putin's the most formidable opponent just happened to collapse and die on Friday. Yeah. Uh, yesterday, uh, today rather, after a walk on the Polar Wolf is what they call it. David talked about this, the Arctic penal colony that he was in. Uh, Yeah, not a pleasant place to be. This is not fun at all. So Swalwell wants us to know, how do you pronounce this guy's name again? uh, Navalny? Thank you. I was going to say Navalny, but I wasn't sure I was right. So Swalwell said, let Navalny's death be a warning to you here in America. If returned to power, Donald Trump will jail his opponents. This isn't a forecast he has already this, this isn't a forecast he hasn't already told us. There will be no evidence or due process, and certainly no opposition from Republicans in Congress. You will be jailed. You mean he would put, say, Swalwell in jail for sleeping with a Chinese spy? Good. <laughs> I mean, thank goodness the Democrats would never seek to jail their opponents because their Russian collusion plan didn't work. And there you have it. These guys make me sick. Scott Robbins, try to the top three of the day. Yes. Bidenomics, it's red hot. <laughs> I want to know what happened to Fang Fang. Speaking of Hey, yeah, well. what did happen to her? I don't know. All right, news update and Nimrods of the news straight ahead right here. you know and trust is now angie and we're so much more than just a list we still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly we can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish so remember angie's list is now angie and we're here to get your job done right get started at angie.com that's a-n-g-i or download the app today My doctor told me my cholesterol is borderline, so I took control with Garlic Healthy Cholesterol Formula. Garlic helps maintain healthy cholesterol safely and naturally. It's odor and taste-free, and Garlic is a world leader in garlic potency. I'm taking charge of my cholesterol with Garlic Healthy Cholesterol Formula, cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed. Imagine it's the last ride, but your symptoms of irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBS-C are taking you for a ride. What should you do? Keep managing your constipation with belly pain the same old way? Or try getting ahead of your symptoms by talking to your doctor about treating it with Linzess, linaclotide. Linzess is a prescription medicine that treats IBS-C in adults. It's not a laxative. It's a once-daily pill that helps you get ahead of your symptoms. It's proven to help you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than two. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Imagine, what could relief from IBSC mean for you? Talk to your doctor and say yes to Linzess. Learn more at Linzess.com or call 1-800-L-I-N-Z-E-S-S. 
The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. We talk about all the time. It seems like something new every day, some sort of crisis. You wonder what's going on. How's this going to affect me? Yeah, and, and not just about the safety and security of America and you and your family, but also your financial situation. How will the craziness in the world affect everything that you've put away? Yeah, it's not too late to diversify from an old you know, IRA or 401k. Turn it into gold. That Birch Gold Group, they can help you. As opposed to a lot of other investments, gold thrives in times of uncertainty, and it's an important part of diversifying your savings. Yeah, Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold. Doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket. Just text MBCR to 989898 for a free information kit. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Countless five-star reviews and thousands of happy customers. All you got to do to get in touch, text MVCR to 989898. That's MVCR to 989898. Get started. All right. You got a news update, David? I do. Um, Joe Biden giving um, a short address this morning uh, while talking about uh, Navalny, the top Putin opposition leader in Russia who had been sentenced to a penal colony. In the Arctic mm-hmm. Circle, that sucks. Uh, he's dead. He was killed. Well, they say he died under mysterious circumstances. Yeah. And uh, the president was asked today, "Hey, what you know? Uh, what do you have to say about Congress negotiations for more Ukraine funding to push back against Putin, etc.?" And the nerve of this guy to go after Congress the way he did is astounding. I mean, it's crazy. Do to get ammunition to the Ukrainians without a supplemental from Congress. No, but it's about time they step up, don't you think? Instead of going on a two-week vacation. Two weeks. They're walking away. Two weeks. What are they thinking? My God. This is bizarre. And it's just reinforcing all the concern and, and, and almost, I won't say panic, but real concern about the United States being a reliable ally. The guy who's the guy. The guy who's the guy that spent 382 days of his presidency out of office. That's 40%. Yeah. Two weeks. That's the other sign of senility, isn't it? Well, yeah, it's the burst of anger. It's the whisper to the yelling. Yeah. How dare they? Two weeks! Right, exactly, exactly. You got it down, man. Hey, first man. Well, and this was this the same presser where he had the other meltdown oh, where yeah. he had to gather his thoughts? He encouraged Russia to, quote, do whatever the hell they want. I guess I should clear my mind here a little bit. You should clear your mind. What, you need a five-minute recess? Man. Like Fanny yesterday, hold on, let's take five minutes. Right. He's not ready. They have plugged him and plugged him back in. Yeah. Again, man, when he does that, like completely oh, yeah, lose yeah. it. What? It's better when he's just speaking nonsense. How do you? I go down the list. I'm not going to take <laughs> yeah, your time, that, but you know. That's. Yeah. Again, if you had to choose one or the other, what are you going with? I'll in, take how do you dot whatever in, that was. <laughs> Incomprehensible or totally glitching out. Man, that's a tough one. 
That is a tough one. All right, we got to get to Nimrods. All right, roll it out. Here we go. How do you, when the I going gets tough, damn it, this is too hard. The dumb get dumber. All right, Dan. It's Nimrods in the news on the Martley Van Camp and Robbins show. I love the poorly educated. All right, Nimrods in the news. We go to Florida. Forty-six-year-old woman named Betty Union arrested. Why? Smacked her son in the face. So hard that his glasses broke, oh, causing my. cuts on his face. Holy cow. We don't know wow. the age of the kid. Wow. I don't know if he's like, you know, like 13. We don't know. Why would she do that? Yeah. She did it apparently because she was upset that he called her, quote, a booger face. Well, that triggers a lot of people. Yeah. Hmm. Booger face to your mom. Yeah. That wouldn't have flown yeah. with my mom, I can guarantee yeah, you. Mine either. Uh-uh. Um. But Betty is facing a felony child abuse charge, and he's been ordered to have no contact with a boy, assuming he's staying with another guardian. But he won't call him Boogerface anymore. Yeah, I was thinking, I'm not saying it's right, but you know, probably yeah, not. Right, yeah. And then a, a Dutch man fired 400 bucks after an AI-powered camera caught him talking on his phone while he was driving. He said, I was, I would just scratch my head. And then he said, <laughs> How do you, I, 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 that's Nimrod's in the news.